Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. And we are about to fangirl episode six of WandaVision. And I can't wait because as I was just confessing off the mic to Ashley, I really, really need her guidance on this particular episode. Was it that crazy? Honestly, I don't know. I was, our family was just kind of buzzing around and I I had a hard time concentrating on this episode just because of outside influences. And uh, so I need a little explanation, a little help, a little hand holding. And hey, isn't that what this podcast series is all about? I mean, right? <laughs> we all need a little help and a little handholding. And that's what we got Ashley here for. Um, Ashley, introduce yourself. Tell people uh, where they can find you if they want to read all your stuff. And then we can dive into episode six. Great. Hey, everyone. I'm Ashley. You can find me and all of my uh, Marvel theories <laughs> at my website with ashleyandco.com and also on Twitter at that Ashley Aaron and on my podcast as well, the Geek Girls Universe. Awesome, awesome. And just as a reminder, if you're new around here or haven't had that chance yet, go ahead and rate, review, subscribe, do all those awesome, cool things. It helps other fangirls and fan guys find us because you know it is no fun to fangirl alone. Um, and we're hoping to do more of these kinds of things. Ashley and I have already kind of talked about it. And she's willing to come back and talk some more Marvel as the next sets of series come out, which I'm super excited about because... If they started with WandaVision and this has been as amazing as it has been, you just know that they're not messing. Marvel is not messing around with these Disney Plus series. So I've got to give it like super A pluses, A plus plus plus, I think is what I would say uh, for the way that this was um, produced and put together and packaged and the storytelling. It's all there, which I know folks were kind of wondering if like a short TV series would equate the same way as when we get to see the Marvel movies, right? I think it's there. I think it's it's just, we're just getting it in little chunks at a time. So it's also kind of fun because they're spreading it out, even though it's also kind of torturous because they're spreading everything out. Um, but anyway, I can't wait to see what we have more to come up with. So there might be more of these series um, based on our schedules uh, coming up with... Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki that are coming out later on in 2021. So subscribe. You don't want to miss those. Uh, All right, Ashley, we're going to dive back. We're going to dive right on in and I'm going to let you take it away because like I said, I watched it, but I honestly wasn't able to stay as focused as I normally am. And for that, I apologize, Marvel fandom. (laughs) Uh, I will will have to go back and watch this one all over again, but I'm going to do so with the help of Ashley and her eagle eye for all of these extras and Easter eggs that she's going to point out to us. So go for it, Ash. All right. I was going to say, you got to go back and watch. (laughs) I will. I totally will. Yeah. All right. So episode six was called All New Halloween Spooktacular, and it definitely lived up to the creepy, spooky, Halloween-ish vibe. 
It was a lot. <laughs> it, right. it was a lot. Yeah, no, there was a lot in there. <laughs> um, so each week the episodes begin with a uh, previously on WandaVision. And if you've been paying attention, they are slightly different than what we actually saw previously on WandaVision. And in this case, we see a flashback of her talking to Geraldine about her brother. And then we see images of the real Pietro from the MCU. From the MCU. Yeah, I noticed that. I was like, oh, I see what they're doing there. Uh huh. Yes, because I'm in team, the Pietro on the show is not the real one. So I was like, well, oh, oh, there's the real one. <laughs> yeah. And as I watched it, I was just like, okay, Ashley was right. Like, this isn't, this isn't Pietro. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It was a cute way that they brought in. I like how they did that by they. I mean, the MCU is doing this, mm-hmm. but this. Definitely not her brother. And there's absolutely some signs that point to that. So cool. Absolutely. Okay. So the opening credits this time pay homage to the 90s. It's Malcolm in the middle. And interesting enough, Agnes and Pietro get added to the credits. So, all right. We know they're important, of course. It's Halloween. The kids want to go trick or treating. Billy is actually dressed in a comic book kind of accurate attire for his character. Tommy's wearing his conventional green but he's not dressed for anything yet. Uh, Wanda's in her traditional Scarlet Witch outfit. Vision's in his, although he says he's a Mexican wrestler. She says she's a Sokovian fortune teller. And we start to get the weird vibes here. So Pietro starts talking about a time they went trick-or-treating, and she's like, well, that's not how I remember it. And so that kind of follows throughout the show, where there's stuff that's said, and she's just kind of like, hmm, that's not quite that's not quite right. And Vision makes a comment about how she never really told him about her brother, but Vision knows her brother. Vision shared screen time with the real Pietro in Age of Ultron. Now we know his memory's messed up. So Yeah, so it. I was going to say that seems to be like calling back to you know reminding us that Vision isn't all there. Like the Vision that we know Right. From all the other movies, his right. his his memory chip <laughs> is definitely malfunctioned or been wiped or whatever the sitch is. Something's going on. Yes, mm-hmm. I like how you said sitch because I like impossible. <laughs> <laughs> What's the sitch? <laughs> yeah, and it's very '90s, so perfect. <laughs> hey, hey, I do what I can. <laughs> um, so Vision says he's not taking the kids trick or treating. He's going to go on do the neighborhood watch thing. So she's like, "All right, they're being weird with one another." And clearly there's still some unresolved issues there. Pietro disappears and comes back and both he and Tommy are dressed in Quicksilver's traditional comic book outfit to go trick-or-treating hair and everything. <laughs> oh, did, um, did when, so did, so Vision left and did, do we, did we cover like, doesn't he say something like be good Wanda? Yes. He tells Wanda to be good. So again, it's like that. There's just this awkward vibe between them. Yeah. They're definitely not like firing on all cylinders together. Like they did in say episode one and two, where they were right. totally in sync with each other. Yeah. There's definitely some glitching going on between their relationship sitch. Yeah. I got to quit saying sitch now that I've said that like three times. Okay. Anyhow, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a situation going on between them. Um, outside, we go outside of Westview to the Sword uh, Encampment. Monica, AJ Wu, Darcy, they're still at odds with Hayward. So these shows are back to back to back. So they're bringing in that Stark Industries drone, and he's like, I need a full makeup. Monica's like, dude. How could you just set off a missile? Like, that's ridiculous. Like, you're cutting us off at our knees. 
Hayward complains about her siding with superpowered individuals. He brings up Captain Marvel. Wu again is stan him forever. He immediately jumps in and he's like, whoa, whoa, like, let's not talk bad about our, you know, colleagues and stuff like that. Darcy makes several quips about how Hayward's useless and I love her. Um, Does Agent Wu say something like, um, you can denigrate your 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 fellow co-workers later or something like like anyway just he's, I, he had a good line that like just went yeah. by in a blip that made me laugh right well and darcy too she was like oh look it's the guy who almost got killed by his own murder squad yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he gets really mad he's like which one's the sassy best friend and Wu is actually the one that speaks up and i was like i love the three of them together they're great no they're great they're great so hayward gets all mad and kicks them out. He's like, you're out of my like camp or whatever. And as they're walking out, Monica and Agent Wu kick the butts of the sword guards that are escorting mm-hmm. them. And Darcy's just like, dude, no one told me about the plan, which was hilarious. And also, I love seeing, we never saw Wu fight in Ant-Man and the Wasp. So right, we right. actually saw him kick some butt here and it was awesome. Uh, So they're obviously still sneaking around the camp because they know Hayward's up to something because ding, 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 Hayward's a bad guy. Called it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Back in Westview, Pietro is taking the kids uh, to trick or treat, but he says something weird like, unleash hell, demon spawn. And again, in the comics, Tommy and Billy come to life based on having soul fragments of Mephesto, who's a demon. So, Mm. weird. Uh, Wanda continues to question Pietro about their past. And instead of answering, he kind of avoids the question or answers the question with a question. And she actually goes, why do you look different? And he's like, well... I don't know. I mean, if I found Shangri-La, I wouldn't want to be reminded of the past either. He also makes a comment about the fact that it, he was dead in the street. He, I think he says something along the lines of like, I died like a chump or a loser or for nothing in the street. And then I hear you calling to me and now here I am. Which is important to remember that's what he said based on what happens at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. Uh, Wanda, the kids are out running around. She's just kind of standing there observing. And Herb is uh, doing the neighborhood watch thing. And she's just like, oh, well, maybe Vision can help, like, keep an eye on things. And he goes, oh, Vision's not on duty. So now Vision has lied to her about what he's doing. She looks confused. Herb immediately is like, do you, do you need something? Should I change something? And she's Yeah, like, I caught that. Like, yeah. like, And this is the second time that, like, Again, it was between Herb and Agnes um, back in episode like four or whatever it was. Um, they had a kind of a conversation. And then, yeah, when he was like, do you want me to change something, Wanda? I was like, huh, what's mm-hmm. going on here, buddy? Yep. And she's she does that awkward like, no, of course. No, why? Why yeah, did you say yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Vision, what Vision is actually doing is he's trying to figure out what is going on with the anomaly. Uh, that he learned about in the last episode. And as he gets closer to the outside of town, the people are barely moving. It's almost like they're not buffering like a computer program, you know, Mm -hmm. they're either moving really slow or not moving at all. And then as soon as you're like, man, what the heck is going on? We cut to the commercial, which is the creepiest commercial by far. 
This is a dark commercial. It was I, super dark. And I have to tell you, I, I so we Rob and I have been uh, binge watching um, Lie to Me, which is on Hulu. And Hulu, our Hulu has commercials because we're too cheap to pay for the Hulu without commercials. Anyway, <laughs> so um, since we've been watching so much of it, as soon as the commercial came on for WandaVision, I looked down at my phone because <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a commercial. Um, that's how good these commercials are is like, I just thought it was the typical, and then it was like a minute into it. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, no, this is, this is one division. This is part of the whole shtick. So I had to rewind it and start from the beginning to catch this whole commercial, but holy darkness, like, yes, but what did the commercial mean? Okay. So there's some several theories about what it meant. So it was a yo magic, the snack for survivors. Because in the commercial with the stop motion animation, it was very like Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, 90s claymation. It was just like, it had the vibe down. This boy is starving on an island. A shark swims up talking about this magic yogurt. And the boy's like, oh my gosh, can I have some? I'm starving. The shark's like, sure, dude. And the boy can't get it open and he starves to death. (laughs) Yes, the kid starves to death. And I was like sitting there with my mouth like dropped open, like, oh, that was dark. Um, so my theory is it's Pietro okay. who died because he died, obviously. Um, he didn't have magic. He has super speed. And apparently magic is the snack for survivors. Uh, other people think it's Wanda, um, that it's Tommy because Tommy also has Quicksilver's super speed. And that it's Tommy dying and Mephisto taking his soul, like reabsorbing him like he does in the comics. So I don't know if we're going to get the full meaning of this one until more pieces fall into place. But it was dark. Mm -hmm. It was. It was. It was weird. And uh, yeah, that was this is probably the first commercial that I was like, oh, cute commercial. Or I liked how they did that. This one I was like, wait, what? (laughs) What is happening here? Yeah. It went left really quick. You're like, oh, wait. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so after you're just standing there like, what's going on with that? Uh, we're back to the trick-or-treating. They're walking in front of a movie theater, and there's two movies showing. The Incredibles, which came out in 2004, and The Parent Trap, which came out in 1998. So it's interesting that The Incredibles would be included, but I know that those of us who grew up in the 90s totally count the early 2000s as just 90s part two. So right, right. maybe that's <laughs> what it is. But So The Incredibles if you don't know, is a movie about a superhero family, which was loosely inspired by the Fantastic Four. And The Parent Trap is a movie about identical twins separated at birth. Obviously, we have a superhero family here. And in the comics, after Billy and Tommy are absorbed by Mephisto, they are eventually reborn into separate families. And they eventually meet up. And they even reconnect with Wanda. So, Again, it's that layering, it's that foreshadowing, possibly, but everything is on purpose. We know that. So they purposely mm-hmm. picked those two movies. Uh, Tommy now shows that he also has super speed, like his uncle, because he starts running off, and Pietro is like super excited. And he tells Wanda that he came to town to stir up trouble and ulti- ultimately cause her grief, which is like a. A, a typical 90s, like, fun uncle kind of, uh, you know, um, tro- trope that that happened right. in a lot of those shows. So I took it from that perspective, but I would also guess that 
there's more to that than than just the '90s version of Fun Uncle. Like mm-hmm. you know, he's he's here for a nefarious purpose. Yes, I and because grief can be used in different ways. I can mm-hmm. cause you grief by like aggravating you, but I can yeah. also cause you grief because I've broken your heart right, and right. upset you. So, and because Monica had mentioned that when she was inside Westview, she felt that grief. It's like grief again. They're the layers of the show always, they don't surprise me anymore, but I just like, I love how much thought is put into it. Um, yep. Yep. We learn that Hayward is tracking vision using the vibranium decay signature. So that's one of the things he's up to that Darcy found out after she quickly hacked into government files. Um, So they can see that the people in Westview, they can see their dots. Wanda doesn't appear to have a signature that Hayward can track, but vision does. And it even shows on the monitor that the people on the outskirts of town, those dots aren't moving, which is what we saw with vision. Uh, Vision sees a car sitting at the end of a road. He goes down and it's Agnes and she's sitting in her car and she's talking very slowly. Like she's just like, what's going on? Where's town square? And he unlocked her. The whole vision experience was what I was fascinated by. So he's wandering through town by himself. He's separate from his family. He's definitely Mm -hmm. got an agenda because he did lie to Wanda and we find him coming coming across like like you said all these glitching people and then these people that aren't moving and then he comes up on Agnes who god again Catherine Hahn as I gushed about her before this scene was so great she's so good as a funny person yes but she's also got some some depth and some mm-hmm. uh some way to really make you feel and I just I thought this was a pretty powerful uh, experience that was going on in this scene. So uh, back where you were, Vision touches her mind like he can and like turns mm-hmm. Wanda off. And yes. we get the we get the real Agnes, if that's her name, talking to us. Right. So he does what he did to Norm and he puts his fingers to her temple. We saw this in the uh, trailers and she's just like, oh my gosh, your vision, you're an Avenger. Are you here to help us? And he's like, yes, I'm here to help you. But what's an Avenger? Right, right. Which her face is just like, what? You don't know? What? And then she does the part from the trailer. She goes, am I dead? And he says, no, why would you say that? And she goes, because you're dead. And he's like, I'm what? And she just keeps saying dead, dead over and over again. And she eventually starts cackling like a witch. She's also dressed like a witch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so he's freaking out. He puts her back under and she's no longer frozen and merrily returns back to town like okie dokie neighbor. Yeah. I yep. personally think she was sitting there as bait for him. I Uh-oh. don't think because everybody else on the outskirts of town wasn't moving or talking that far away from town center, but she was still talking. And still uh, moving. I don't know. I, I don't trust I her. hundred percent. I didn't. I didn't get that. I didn't get that she was um, bait. I got more that because she's something uh, on a different level than the rest of mm-hmm. the townsfolk, she just is breaking through at a different level, right? So kind of like with Herb, where he's like, do you want me to change anything, Wanda? You know, like she has a little bit more self-aware, a little mm-hmm. bit more than the typical townsperson. Um, mm-hmm. But I also noticed, and I don't know if you did, but there was that 
that one lady who was trying to, you know, hang a ghost up, I think on a line or something, but she had a tear coming yes, down her face. Yes, that was creepy. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are in pain and that's what Vision is walking through and picking up and collecting. And even this experience with with um, Agnes, I don't know, I felt like when he did touch her and she came through that the initial, her first moments of, oh, are you're an Avenger, are you going to help us? I don't know. I, I felt like that was the that was the real, real, you know, Agnes person who we still don't know who she really, really is. Um, and then some of the other stuff kind of creeped in and took back over. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know the comics. So I know you know more about like the history of if she is um, Agatha Harkness. Um, you know more about like who she really is. I don't. But um, and also I maybe I just tend to think the best of people. <laughs> <laughs> At all times, even in my MCU movies. But um, but anyway, so you think she was there to maybe draw him out or to cause him to get there. Now, what I did notice was their crossroads. He, he, um, earlier in the episode, Wanda had told the kids to go and play, mm-hmm. but don't go past, was it Ellis Avenue? Yes. And that's exactly yeah, she, where Agnes was. And that's exactly where Agnes was parked. And that's so as I watched... Uh, vision walk across the street, then I realized he was going out to that open field and that he was walking towards the barrier. And I was like, yes. huh, all right, all right, this is getting good. Yeah. But then it didn't get good. It got really sad. So it, oh, go tragic. ahead. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to see how Agnes is going to play out in the end because I feel I've always felt she was very self aware compared to the rest of the mm-hmm. town. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Um, Darcy's continuing to hack into Hayward's files. And I just find it interesting that you don't see anything suspicious about, um, Herb. And I, I think I'm seeing them as kind of like on the same level. Like they're both, they were both put into this situation with Wanda for a reason by whoever is pulling the strings. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you see them as equal. So I will be curious, you know, was Herb really like manipulated in a different way than Agnes is being manipulated. And, you know, is Agnes truly part of like the bad guy team and Herb is just like a, like her puppet, like, you know, just an extra person in the whole thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving way too much like credit to her being important, but. Uh, I, I will say that before Herb was identified with a real world ID, Mm-hmm. That my original uh, thinking along the lines for him was that he was her familiar because she's uh-huh. a witch right. and she, you know, witches have familiars and typically they're animals, but he could have been transformed into a person. But the, the, but then, like I said, he has a real world ID. So I don't think that that's accurate, but maybe they're doing the human familiar versus an animal familiar because mm, they're okay. definitely buddy, buddy. Yeah. And they're together a lot, which is what led me to that thought in the beginning. So I'm not dismissing Herb, but I know that he's a quote unquote real person somewhere. Well, right. We did. He did. That's a good point is that he did get identified, which to the best of our knowledge so far, Agnes has not been identified. At least we haven't gone back to that where they're, you know, putting information up on the board. So, um, dang it, Jimmy Boo, where are you? We need that whiteboard (laughs) with all of our questions. Uh, yes. All right, so so uh, w- uh, Vision is walking across Ellis Avenue, and what happens? All right, well, he's walking across Ellis Avenue. We obviously know something's about to go down, but before we see what happens with him, we go back to Darcy 
Wu and Monica, Darcy is continuing to hack into Hayward's files and she learns that he does in fact have Monica's blood work and that it's showing that her DNA is being changed on a molecular level. They assume it's based on her time going through the hex, both going in and coming out. Again, and Monica doesn't even flinch. She's like, yeah, exactly. yeah, whatever. That's what uh-huh. I said. I said uh-huh. And Monica does not seem surprised. She's just more like, it's more of the like, oh, crap, he might know something, but I'm going to play it <laughs> off. So she again is just kind of like, I've seen cells doing things because her mother, unfortunately, passed away from cancer. So she's just not going to talk about it. She shuts the, the uh, uh, conversation down. She gets a text and she's like, sweet, my friend is on their way. I need to go meet them. It's what I'm going to be able to use to get back into the hex. We don't know who the text is from. Hoping it's Reed Richards just saying and John Krasinski is going to show up. (laughs) Just putting it out there. You're so Uh, funny. Darcy, however, (laughs) does not go with Wu and Monica because she's like, Hayward is hiding something big and I'm going to find it. And I'm like, yes, girl, I know he's hiding something big. And I said that in the beginning. So Pietro then is seen questioning Wanda about where the kids have been, right? Vision said it last episode. There's no children. There was that whole weird episode. It's for the children. And we have all said sitting at home, where are the kids in this town? Well, this episode, they're, they're everywhere. So right. he's all like, where have you been hiding them? And he goes on to praise her ingenuity and how she's using her power and she seems to relax a little bit and then he goes well how'd you do it and she honestly doesn't remember she said all she can remember is feeling alone and isolated and then she turns around and we see pietro looking dead like vision did Mm -hmm. in that episode he's got the wounds that the real pietro uh succumbed to in age of ultron she kind of does that, oh my gosh, like refocusing. And he's like, what? What's wrong? Again, I don't trust him. I mean, come on, plying her with compliments and then going, so come on, tell me how to do it. It just seemed a little shady. Mm-hmm. Darcy has finally cracked into Hayward's last file and it's called Project Cataract Classified Weapons Intel. That doesn't sound like a good thing, right? Um, there is no comic or cinematic reference to cataract yet. Okay. Okay. However, you know, a cataract is a medical condition in which the lens of the eye becomes progressively opaque, resulting in blurred vision. Um, it could mean that whatever sword was doing to vision's body was designed to control or harm him. There's something similar. I thought of you in agents of shield the x-ray eye implant that was developed by Hydra. Ah, Do you remember that? I do. I do. So that could just be a loose reference, but again, interesting that it's eye based. Also when eyes have cataracts, that eye looks the way vision and Quicksilver's eyes have looked when Wanda sees them dead. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So it's just, again, the layering. Um, Now we see what's going on with Vision. He's crossing the barrier and he starts to break apart, which proves that he is still very much dead in the real world since he can't seem to, he's not solid coming through the barrier. It's, it's, he's asking for help. He's asking for them to help the, the citizens of Westview and Hayward does not seem 
concerned or even surprised or excited. He has zero emotion watching Vision come through that barrier. The rest of S.W.O.R.D. is just staying there watching. And Darcy is literally the only one that seems to care that he is actually breaking apart and dying, essentially, again, in front of them. Again, right. And she, like, yells, you know, somebody help him or why aren't we helping him? And, um, and yeah, and, and Vision's makes that important. What I thought was really important about this scene was that he pushed through. He wanted to get to the other side. It, to the best of our knowledge, he still doesn't know why. He just knows that whatever was happening on that side was wrong and it was hurting people and he wants mm-hmm. to help. So he, that's what he says, like a true hero, you know, he's pushing through saying the people need help in there. And sword just freaking stands there doing nothing. Yeah, and then they handcuff Darcy to a, a car when she's like running yes. forward, like somebody help him, and they're like, "No, don't touch him." Yeah, was, and and I was and I was crushed because I was like, "How many times do we need to see Vision die?" No. Yeah, it was. Very doesn't this sad. make doesn't this make the third death of Vision that we've seen? Uh, because first Wanda killed him, right, and then yeah. Thanos killed him, and yeah. now shields the hex is killing them i was like oh oh paul paul you're 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 really good at these death scenes i i do appreciate you as an actor my sir um yeah so that was that that scene right there was getting to me i won't lie i was like "Ah, killing mission again it was traumatic and then i think what upped it a notch was billy senses his father's in danger so in the comics billy's powers are like Wanda's Ah. and he just, he hears his father. He's like, Oh my gosh, something's wrong. And he runs to tell his mom and she's like, what, what's happening. It's it's like, she can't even see what's happening at this point. And she goes, I need you to focus. Tell me what you see. And he can see what his father is seeing. And he goes, he sees guns. He sees he's in a field and she, and he's dying. He needs help. And Pietro being a complete Jerk. I'll use jerk. This is family friendly, but I had had other words for him when I was watching it. (laughs) Um, Being complete jerk quips. It's not like your dead husband can die twice. Uh And uh Wanda turned around, shot him with her power. Like, uh, you know, that was like, I'm done with you. Get out of here. It was like a magical backhanded slap to him. And she freezes time. Everyone, everything stops moving. She extends the hex. Monica and Wu are driving. They're like, oh my gosh, it's ex- like it's getting bigger. Like step on it. They manage to escape, which is great because Darcy sent off that cataract file to Wu before she left the tent thing. She, however, is sucked into the hex because Sword and the cowards that they are left her chained to that um, SUV or whatever. And then what made me laugh is that everything that sword transforms into as the hex expands out to cover vision, they all turn into clowns in a circus. <laughs> <laughs> I did like, I like that. Yes. I, I like uh, that one a lot. <laughs> I, I laughed about that. Um, Darcy, we kind of, I figured knew would go into the hex somehow because mm-hmm. her character poster kind of gave that one away a little bit. We don't know what she'll be in there, but she's definitely not a clown. Because I think Wanda likes her or at least respects her in some way or realizes she's not a threat. 
Right, right. Um, but going back, I'd like to go back real quick to that Pietro line about him, your dead husband, blah, blah, blah. Remember earlier in the episode, Pietro claims the only thing he remembers is dying in the street and then hearing Wanda call. Pietro died in Age of Ultron. Vision didn't die until Avengers Infinity War. There's really no way Pietro would have known Vision had died before if he was the real Pietro. Oh, very, very good point that went straight over my head until you just said that. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. He's He was long gone. He would have had no idea. He wouldn't have known that Vision had, quote unquote, it's not like he can die again. Yeah, uh, uh, look at that. Yep. So I'm telling you, he's shady. He uh-huh. is not. He is not whom he seems to be. No, no, he's definitely not. And I felt like you for sure saw little hints and picked up stuff in this episode um, pointing in that direction for sure, for sure. A hundred percent. I'm I'm excited for next week and to see uh, see what goes down. We should be in the yeah. thousands next week if we're in sitcom mode. And maybe <laughs> we'll see who Monica went to meet, which would be exciting. <laughs> yeah, and you know who you think that is. I hope. I'm hoping. I know you want it to be Fitz. It's not. I mean, I know it's not, but that's who I wish it would be. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it's also going to be Reed Rich. Uh, Reed, what's his name? Reed? Uh, Richards. Richards. It is Reed Richards. Okay. Um, I don't expo- – I, I didn't ever watch any of the Fox superhero movies. I think I watched like 10 seconds of one of them and went, uh, what? <laughs> So, um, so yeah, I, I, I don't have a lot of love for those storylines. I kind of have a vague idea of who they are. Um, and that's not true. I watched more than 10 seconds. I think I watched a little bit of Fantastic Four and I definitely watched a little bit of most of the, of each of the X-Men, not the whole movies, except for the last one, um, Dark Phoenix, Right? Wasn't wow. that last? out of all of them? That's the one you watched of, the whole that's thing. That's the of? one I watched the yeah, that's the one I watched the whole thing of. Because I kept going, it can't be as bad as all these people are making it out to be. And to be honest, from my perspective, I mean it was bad. It wasn't good. But as a non-comic book person, I was entertained enough. I did not need to I did not feel the need to leave the theater, if that makes sense, right? Um, <laughs> so it wasn't such a horrible movie to me. I thought people were blowing it out of proportion saying it was so bad. But then again, this the, these aren't my comics. These aren't, you know, these aren't my people. So I don't know on your level, like how bad that movie really was. Anyway, uh, side note. <laughs> side note, as I think we've mentioned before, probably no need for anybody to really go back and watch all those movies unless you desperately want to be in the know. Um, but, but I do know that they, that some of those characters are being brought into the MCU because um, now that Disney and Fox are married, um, Feige has said, oh yeah, it's happening. So we know Kevin Feige has told us that, that some of these people are, are heading our way. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's just a side note. If you are like, who is Reed Richards? Well, there is a movie out there. <laughs> you're well, if you're going to gonna, watch it. <laughs> if you're going to watch a Fantastic Four movie, do yourself a favor and watch the one with uh, Yoan Grufford as Reed Richards and not the whatever with the new one. Not the one with okay. Michael B. Jordan. Don't watch that one. Okay. That one's awful. The other one is not good but it's not awful <laughs> um but yeah do not watch the newest fantastic four movie do not do that don't do that to yourself 
I'm going to do it now. So. Don't do <laughs> Ashley's trying to save you. All right. So we're back. <laughs> um, Pietro, we've thrown him away. We know that he's shady. We've got mm-hmm. Wanda and Billy now talking, right? Yes. Okay. And she's like, concentrate. Where's yeah. your dad? So she, I found that interesting that she didn't catch or she didn't, like her spidey senses didn't go off, but Billy's did. Yes, they did. And I don't know if that's because she was, she's just busy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like with trying she to control everything uh-huh. or if Wick and Wiccan, sorry, Billy has a, you know, a deeper connection with vision because that's his dad. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Could be. All right. So anyway, so then we see Wanda like get to work. I loved it. I love seeing her power. I'm undecided if the kids were frozen because at first they looked like they were still moving. But mm-hmm. then once she actually shoots out her power, you really can't see kind of ground zero, like where she's standing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure if they were still moving or not. It's kind of interesting if they were, because it sh- further proves that she can't control them. And I don't think she really can't because in the opening bit, when her and vision are kind of arguing, so to speak about trick or treating, Billy, I believe it's Billy is like, yeah, mom and dad, you know, they're not exactly fighting, but they're not exactly on the same page. Like the kids notice things. So she can't hide it. Yeah. From them. Right. Right, um, right. So it's just, it's interesting to see the kids come into their powers. Billy's powers are essentially Wanda's powers. So I, like I said, I don't know why he caught, you know, what was going on over her other than maybe she was just distracted. Right. right. Okay. Faux brother. (laughs) Okay. So Wanda goes and she presses out and she basically expands the hex to envelop everybody in sword, turns them into clowns, takes in Darcy. Uh, But we do see Hayward escapes and uh, Wu and Monica like hit the gas too. They get out of there. Right. So we still have some folks yes. on the outside, yes. but now we got some folks on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like I said, and Darcy that includes able- vision. She brought vision back in. Yes. And he's alive yeah. or at least whole yeah. again. So yeah. we'll see yeah. what happens. Darcy was able to send off the file about Project Cataract to Wu before this happened. So I'm assuming he'll get that email and we'll get to learn more about it next week. Because, I mean, everything else, like, their internet seems to be great out there in the middle of nowhere. So <laughs> I'm assuming it sent the file quickly <laughs> before, yep, yep. Uh, before the hex expanded. Yes, Hayward escaped with what we can see is maybe just who's in his car, but maybe others escaped as well. We're not 100% sure on that. And then, yes, Monica and we were on the outside, and they're going to meet her friend, her guy, she says, I got it. My guy's ready to meet. So uh-huh, uh-huh. we'll see who that guy is, hopefully. And yeah, this next week, uh, it's going to be crazy. We're going to see Darcy <laughs> in the, I'm curious to see what Darcy, how Darcy acts in the hex. Like if she's going to be like Monica and kind of not remember who she's, who she really is, or if she'll have more awareness because Wanda has now seen her outside of the hex to see her inside again. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm It'll curious be, yeah. to see how it goes down. Yeah, I, I, Darcy was my my big question mark on like how much will will she come into the hex? You know, because she was aware of it before she got sucked in. So will that change? 
right. um, how she reacts on the inside. Because so far, like when Monica got pulled in, Monica didn't know what it was, right? Right. But even she was kind of like having her moments or whatever. So yeah, I will be super curious to see what we get next week. Mm-hmm. And that's how it ends, right? Yep, that's exactly how it ends. And we get the the main villain of the MCU, the the police standby. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I saw right. that meme. So I was like, it was funny. It was like <laughs> the worst or the baddest villains, the most evil villains of the MCU. It was like Loki, Thanos, uh, Killmonger, and then that the please wait or please stand by from WandaVision. I was like, oh, I see what you did there. It's so great. It's so great. Well, I have to say this whole, uh, this whole series, and I know I've already kind of gushed about it earlier, but just want to remind everybody that when they first announced it, but then when they also first started it, the first couple of episodes, everyone was like, oh, MCU, like, what are you doing? Marvel, this is like crap. And then now... Almost everything that I see online, people are gushing about how amazing and perfect and clever and fascinating and wonderful this entire uh, series has been. And it just makes me so happy that they can still surprise us, right? And I know we've got, what, three more episodes to go? So surprises are... there's. There's still surprises out there. And I want to throw this out there. Everybody should just prepare themselves. Episode nine is going to end on some awful cliffhanger that we are all going to be cussing out Kevin Feige over because (laughs) you know he's going to do us dirty like that. You know it's going to happen. Um, I don't know what it is because I cannot even begin to guess, but it's going to be something. He's going to leave us hanging and we're all going to be really, really mad about it, I think. (laughs) It's going to be like a to be continued on the screen instead of please stand by. Oh my gosh. It's going to be like they finally reveal Mephesto and it's just going to be Keanu Reeves' face. And, <laughs> right? Right? No, that's just me. I would love to see Keanu Reeves in the MCU in some way, shape, uh, or form. Same. Mo- mostly, same. I. And it's not even that I think that he's some fabulous actor. I think that he's a really good person. And I know that's, I'm such a dork, but I feel like being a good person should get you a role in the MCU sometimes. So, (laughs) so that's, that's kind of what, uh, that's, that's where I'm like, oh, let's just, uh, he can be a bad guy. I'll be okay with that. Like put him in there. That'd be, that would work. But anyway, that's my guess is that. Not that it's necessarily going to be Keanu, but it's going to be some big reveal that they leave us hanging on and we're not going to get any kind of anything until Dr. Strange comes out. Like we're, they're not going, they're not going to resolve that until the multiverse. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we might get something maybe in Loki and Spider-Man 3. Um, but the next thing that's coming is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I don't think it's going to, it's, we're not going to get answers in that one. Cause that's a totally we're not. different storyline. Very different animal happening there. Yeah. So, so uh, all right. All right. right. Prepare, prepare yourself. Prepare yourselves for some <laughs> disappointment. But I, but I also feel like only with Marvel will I accept that disappointment happily like in other words they hurt me so good (laughs) um they upset me and stress me out and whatever but i love it and i keep coming back for it because they're just really really good at storytelling um you know that's the bottom line is they they're just uh could could you imagine being inside of kevin feige's head i would love to know 
Like I imagine it's that Charlie Day, um, you know, map with all the strings and everything <laughs> and whatever. Like yeah. that's live happening inside of his head on the daily because, you know, he's been doing this for over 10 years and he's planned it all out. And I'm saying he, I am sure there's a lot more people involved with it. I just happen to know that Kevin, like the buck stops with him. So, um, but can you imagine what happens and how they decide, Ooh, we could add this and we can do that. And then this happens and but that's not going to happen for four movies down the road. I mean, they really have this whole spreadsheet going on, on uh, inside his head, uh, maybe on some <laughs> encrypted server somewhere. I don't know, but uh, it's, it's fascinating to me. Um, all right, Ashley. Well, thank you again for walking us through that. I uh, cannot wait to see the next episode and to have you back and we'll talk some more. Um, any last thoughts or anything you want to leave us with before we sign off? I just think it's going to get more crazy from here. So let's hold on to our, to our hats and our theories and <laughs> just enjoy the ride. As Samuel J. likes to say, hold on to your butts. Um, (laughs) All right. Well, again, so much more to come. Uh, Let's keep fangirling the MCU with WandaVision. We'll be back again next week. Uh, Come join us. Go ahead, rate, review, subscribe. Go find Ashley on all of her different places where she can be found all over the internet. Say hey. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week when we got another episode to break down. Invite your friends, because as you know, it is no fun to fangirl Marvel alone. Bye, y'all.